quick comments. Welcome to the solution of real estate podcast where we put the consumer first. Jeff Seabach, Phil Sexton, the Seabach team, the Seabach team yeah. coming to you live. We run a team in the uh, greater Phoenix marketplace. Last year, we did over $200 million worth of sales of houses, 426 transactions. We generate leads, we convert leads, we close business and we're profitable. And so we like to come on here to help other agents that we bring strategies on how we serve our clients. And so today's topic is lead conversion strategies, keys to doubling your business, right? Things that when we started to deploy at scale with our team members, we started to see conversations go up. We started to see appointments go up. And so we bring you guys the things that we're seeing out there, hopefully in a two-way conversation because we do this in a public Zoom room where hopefully it's a two-way conversation and we get interaction from our audience as well. So thank you guys for listening to it on the podcast and thank you for our, what I call in for our, for our public zoom room people for participating. So let's, well, I think a lot of people talk about lead conversion. <clears throat> I mean, last week, I think we went into a little more about the, uh, the conversion meaning from a, a appointment to a sale today. We're going to talk about the, when you can't get people to respond after the initial meeting or conversation. Cause to me, it's, it's in thinking of the critical path with first you need to get a lead, then you need to get an appointment. Then you need to write an offer. Then you need to get a contract in that order where this is the, we have a lead, right? We either met someone at an open house or we got a Zillow lead or realtor.com or home light, or we bought leads from ZVZ57 or whatever website we use or whatever it is. It. Yeah. If you got a lead and then how do you get that from that call or that, you know, or the text you get, or the, you see it in your CRM or you, you know, and then how do we get them to respond? Yeah. And to be, want to talk to us. And then, yeah. And how do we get, how do we generate appointments from it? Yeah. Nice. Awesome. So what do you guys do? This is, we've got, Oh, Deborah Mason, even on the call. Good to see your name, Debbie. Thanks for joining us. Guillermo Brewer. I think it's Guillermo. Guillermo. What did yeah, I say? You said Guillermo. Guillermo. I don't know. Welcome. <laughs> How do you guys do it? When you get an email from your website that somebody, or you get a notice on your phone that you got a new lead and it has a phone number, a name, and an email, what do you do? I see you, Deborah. Good. Always good to see video. Now we yes. just need unmute. unmute. <laughs> if you use the space bar on a desktop computer, it will temporarily unmute you. And as soon as you let go of the space bar, it remutes you. So you get a lead. What do you do? What do you yes. do? Yeah. So you get a note. How do you, first of all, how does a lead come in in your world, Deborah? In my world, it is uh, 90 something percent of the time, a referral from a past client or something like that. So um, I talk to them on the phone first and I have a document that I use that I ask some specific questions. And then I set an appointment to meet with them in person and uh, start uh, getting information from them to see how best we, I can help them through the process of whether they're buying or selling. Very good. Awesome. Referrals. Who doesn't love referrals? Yeah. What we call the, the, the best, the, the leads that pick up the leads that pick. Well, that's what she said. All they do is they call them and well, set an appointment right? because they're yeah. waiting for you to call. I think today's yeah. call though is more about the 
she said 90% of the 98, time. 98, I like, think. Yeah. What, what, about I the, what, I, what about the one? Per, do you sit open houses, Deborah? Um, not lately, but in the past. Okay. Um, do, you, so, do you buy leads from like a, a KV pour or a sink or anything like that? Like, okay, so I had a recent lead was um, somebody I met at my HOA meeting, my local okay. HOA meeting. Um, we just met. Uh, they seemed really nice. They just moved in from out of state. I was not their realtor, obviously. Um, and we connected and I helped them out with information from like Arizona stuff, you know. Um, we, like where I, to buy popsicles? Frozen yeah, ice cream. where to buy popsicles. <laughs> like what do you do if there's a snake in your backyard because they back up to the desert? Um, and then yeah. I joined them onto the neighborhood Facebook page. Um, and actually, though, I will tell you, uh, Phil, they had a situation in their life where they needed to move. And um, I know that we, they had my, you know, we kind of, I didn't really keep in touch with them for realtor wise, but we kind of neighborhood wise. And, um, but I believe the flyer for the popsicle thing is probably what spurred them to call me. Awesome. The ice cream thing I did. I did an ice cream thing in my neighborhood. So I think that's what spurred them to call me. They, they also interviewed another realtor that lives in my neighborhood and then a couple other realtors. They so I own a house to, in your neighborhood? There's, pardon me? They own a house in her neighborhood. Okay. She yeah. met them at the HOA meeting. Right. And now, did you win the listing? I hope this is the end of the story is that you won I the listing. I won the listing. I was one okay. of four realtors they interviewed and I won the listing and we are currently under contract. All right. I'm yep. not going to jinx it, but let's hope that that contract yep. goes well. <laughs> yes, exactly. Awesome. Uh, so then what do you think, Mark? Where do you get your leads? You're on. You're on. You're live. Welcome, caller. <laughs> I was answering a Zillow request. Mm, awesome. Uh, oh, it. that answers the question as well, right? Well, I get it from a number of sources. I've got, um, you know, I do some stuff on Zillow referrals. I do open houses, as she just mentioned, those are very limited. Um, I have a CRM that targets about 14,000 of my clients. Um, you know, on my database, you have 14,000 clients that I go back and try to nurture because sometimes those are some of the best ones. Um, and then I, I, I mean, no matter where I go, I'm always uh, if I'm at the gas station pumping gas, I hand out a card. I just, I just try to be there for people because you never know who you're going to meet. And yeah. So, so when you get one of the leads that comes into your CRM or to Zillow, like a nurture lead through Zillow, where it's not a direct phone call, do you have a, do you have a strategy on how you get that person on the phone? Uh, well, first of all, they're almost black and blue within the first seven to 10 days because I reach out for them three or four times in text, email, phone call within the first 24 hours. And then okay. it's just continuous for the next couple of days because if you don't catch them, there's another agent that's going to get them. Yeah. So it's a system I have set up through, through my CRM that just kind of, um, politely browbeats them <laughs> until they, until they pick up the phone. Is that, yeah. uh, is that it's a, called brute force? No, no, no. I oh. was thinking about, uh, what is the, the C what's the CRM called? Is it like the frog or the turtle? The 
What's the CRM you use? I use LinkU. LinkU. Yeah, L-I-N-K-U. You should look it up, Jeff. It's uh, it's pretty good because it's both text, call, uh, email. Awesome. So we will LinkU. Awesome. L-I-N-K-U. Perfect. L-I-N-K-U. Yeah. Nice. Good um, deal. Brow so brow beating is what the note I took. Brow beating. Politely brow beating. Politely. Yeah. I just politely brow beating them to, to, um, that's my wife. Sorry. Yeah, that's um, okay. Is it, so is the texting and the phone calls rhythmic? Meaning is it the same pattern every time? Uh, no, it's not because it's, I try to make it more, uh, personal. Like the first time is, is, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm just following up to see if you're still interested because I'm not going to keep saying the same thing. Cause if they're going to say, Hey, I'm just looking or whatever the case may be, then I can just put them into the funnel and just be, you know, go in, then they go into the, the drip campaign and so forth. So we're always, the, you know, us agents, we're always looking for that, that instant fix. It's amazing that, that, that organically is how we are programmed is we need the quick fix. We need to get them now. Now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, cause that's how, that's how we all react with our time today. So I, even with one of the strategies that I follow, part of the strategy is to count to 15. And that's hard to get like to count to 15 seconds to create a delay between one message and the next. Sometimes you're like one, two, <laughs> 15. I'll call them again. <laughs> right. It's hard to actually build that 15 second delay, which sounds like, which is crazy to think about, but is, but it's true. It's just the reality of it. Is but your follow-up campaign initially automated or you said you do it personally? No, it's automated. Um, but like when a lead comes in from Zillow, I, I, cause it connects with you right away. Cause Arizona, as Jeff knows, it's different than it is the rest of the country. Right. The flex agreement here, but in the flex partnerships, you get both phone calls, which are the connections and you also get nurture leads, which are not phone calls. Are you getting, nurture do you get leads? both of those? Yeah. I, I, uh, yes, I am. I get both. Okay. So then on a nurture lead, it's, which is not a phone call, mm -hmm. is it an automated follow-up that you do or is it a manual follow-up? Um, it's, it's both. I do. I spend like, an, I only get a couple a day. So I spend, I text them and if they respond right away, I pick up the phone and call them. I'm like, Hey, great. I'm just following yeah, up. That's great. Yeah, no, I'm, that's, text. Okay. I'm just touching base with you. You know, I know this particular property and, and unfortunately for me, I'm, um, I'm in Tonopah because I'm trying to build my database with Zillow to get back into, cause I used to do a ton of stuff with them and then, you know, it, they rearranged everything in Arizona. I didn't yeah. make that cut because I wasn't a premier agent, but I've got over 50, you know, five star reviews in Zillow. So, yeah. Yeah. Are you so, following ALM? What Jeff? Are you following ALM? ALM. Uh, appointment location motivation. It's a Zillow strategy for leads, especially the, the flex connections. Yes. Awesome. Cool. My phone's blowing up while we're talking, of course. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's Zillow leads. So when you text them, what do you say um, on the nurture leads? A nurture lead comes in like, just because this is the conversation, our conversation that we're trying to have right now is helping people 
do better at this. So when you reach out with a text message, what do you have a standard like short code on your phone that you just type one, two, three, and it auto fills the standard text or how do you, how do you handle no, it? No, I just, you know, I just say, Hey, this is your mark, your premier agent Zillow or your Zillow premier agent. I'm just following up on the property that you inquired about. When would you like to see it? Got it. Shut up. Hey, hey, yeah. Appointment. Ask for the appointment right out of the gate. I just, because most people are that, you know, in today's world, everything goes so fast and they say, well, I'm not, uh, I have a question or, you know, I'd like to see it. When can we see it? I'm like, when are you available? Right. Yeah. Today at three o'clock. Great. I'm going to set it up. I'll call you back in three minutes. And I did. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I was meeting with a team from North Carolina this morning for breakfast and they do about 80 million and they were telling me because they don't they don't get any Zillow leads, but they get website leads and other marketing. And because I was telling them if they noticed how the environment has changed that now the people are almost always tied to this property. I have questions or I want to see it. And he said, how funny the three leads this morning all weren't. Um, and I think it's a mindset shift. It is, it has, it's been over the last year, a mindset shift for us is that, that they're already done all of their research and now they're ready to, to look at properties, meaning that the leads are more advanced when they're coming versus when we first, when I first started converting online leads in 2005 and then 2013, it was a little bit different. And, but now where it was, you know, let me send you homes and now it's later in the game. Yeah. They're ready to go. They're much, it's a shorter conversion time. But it's the key, the key is going to appointment right away. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, trying to make your sales pitch later. Yeah. Right. Nice. When you get in front of them, I just, because if I get the appointment, whether it's a piece of property or an actual physical home, I just take that particular property that they sent to me. And that's my sample. So if they're looking for a four bedroom, three car garage with a pool, I just take that entire zip code and I just bring my book with me and say, which one do you want to go look at next? Nice. So, yeah. I don't yeah. give them the opportunity to talk to another agent because I'm hoping that, you know, and every once in a while you get that, well, my age, I'm like, okay, great. I'm, I'm happy for you. Is, have you already signed an agreement? Well, no. Well, guess what? I'm ready to go and I got your prequel right here. So let's awesome. start right and nice. where's your agent? He's, oh, he said, he's with his wife, whatever. I just, I try not to even give them the wiggle room because everybody's, a study was done about 10 years ago at Brown University where the tension span of somebody's brain as time has progressed used to be about 14 to 16 seconds. Now it's seven to nine seconds. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's hard to count to 15. Well, it's why, it's why, it's why TikTok. <laughs> what did Brandon say? Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, nice. Good, good. Did oh, you see that, Deborah? Brandon's chatting you. Chatting you up. Oh, dude, if we start to hook agents up in our uh, public Zoom room, that is a total so, side uh, consequence of it. So, but I garage of way I get leads. Just, yeah. Awesome. All right. Thank. I appreciate it, Mark. I, I I love the input. I. It's weird because for our systems, we're always looking for ways to try different things, try better things on how to improve, uh -huh. right? And what you discussed, Mark, is um, 
I mean, the Zillow, Zillow playbook that they published talks about the, like your approach very similarly where let's go, let's just make the appointment and go meet them. And when we're in front of them, we have a chance to have a real conversation and connection with them and go show other houses as opposed to trying to do everything off of just the phone. Well, I, I yeah, the, I think the way that most brokers taught it and even in lead conversion strategies from the lead providers was engage them, have a conversation with them, learn about their needs, meet them, meet. Well, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying that years ago now it's oh set the appointment and meet them, then ask those questions. Right. Yep. Yes. Nice. All right, Eric, I see you watching, man. You get, do you get leads off the web? That's about as long as my attention span goes before I feel like Eric is not going to participate. Okay. <laughs> but if you unmute yourself, we can see the little icon. That's all right. What's going on, Lisa? I, I pre always appreciate the people that have that use their video cameras. Yeah, I got it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Atta girl. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> So, you know, one of our strategies, Seabock, I don't know if you want, I mean, should we talk about the double, triple single? I, I, yeah. I mean, to me, we're going to highlight two major strategies. The first one is, um, I mean, to me, they're, they're both out of the same thing and that's trying to get the person to, these are more about leads that you reach out to them and they don't, and they, you know, I mean, cause a lot of times this is just the initial reach out strategy. Is that what you're going to call it? Yeah. Right. Yes. Like this is the pattern. This is the timing. So we're going to, so maybe we talk about um, how it's for Zillow, how it may be different for open house leads when like timing wise, and then any other web leads. Yeah. I use the double, triple single. Um, even when I was trying to get a hold of an agent in Tucson to refer a deal to, and I call him and he doesn't pick up and I'm like, man, do I have the time? I don't have the attention span to wait for that person to listen to the message and then call me back because by that time the- Because you're one of those agents that where you're, you, what you have is the most important thing and they have to respond to you now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, wait a minute, but no. you, you went real fast by the whole strategy there. Right? I haven't talked about the strategy oh, okay, yet. Right. The double, I'm just setting, okay. I'm setting up the double, triple, single. Okay. Do you, so, all right, should we have, should we let them guess? Clay, actually Clay, you're, Clay, a Seabock team member, do you know the double, triple, single, Clay? Two calls, no message, three texts, then call and leave a message. Is this space-based bars working? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is he Clay, right? Clay knows how to use the space bar, and he knows what the double, triple, single is. So I want to get more specific. The double, which is a two-call attempt. It's the first call attempt. If it goes to voicemail, I hang up and I call them a what second time. What percentage of the time does it go to voicemail? Most. Like, um, for, like for a non, this is a non, this is a non phone call connected lead, right? This is a nurture lead from Zillow, or it's a form that somebody filled out on our website, or it's an email that somebody gave me that talks about somebody that wants to buy or sell, right? Like whenever you have contact information for somebody in today's day and age, when I call them from my cell phone or from the office phone in their world, that is an unknown phone. number. So let's just say it's someone, they don't know my phone number. It's blind in that instance because yes. they don't know you, but you know of them. Yes. Okay. And so whenever I have an unknown phone number that calls me, I mean, I'm in real estate, so I pick it up, but my wife's not in real estate. And when unknown phone numbers call her, those get sent to voicemail. Automatically. Uh, like not even interested. Yeah, right. Like, but 
that, and that is what I find when I'm outbound calling yes. some of these leads. That's what happens most commonly is that first attempt, they throw to voicemail. So you're saying that, so we had, um, uh, a poor, cause we get flex leads and then there's nurture leads and we had a per, poor conversion on nurture leads. So this was the strategy that you applied to the nurture leads that we haven't heard from that we got in the past. I kind of, I want to, I have another strategy for that, which okay. is back to dangling carrots. Okay. But this, this double, triple single is you call once you don't leave a message. It goes to voicemail. You hang up, you call them right back. It goes to voicemail again. You don't leave a message. And then my triple is three text messages in a row. And it's pretty specific, but um, totally repeatable. The first text message is their first name question mark. So if you were the lead Jeff that came in, I would just, I would text you Jeff question mark. Like G E O F F. I might spell it wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, J E F F question mark. I don't get into the weeds on whether that's a capital J or not. That's not the point here. I do first name question mark. And then immediately after that. How long is immediately? After I send the first name question mark, I then send, I have a, I have a quick So you, let, you finish the bubble though. You're not combining. I say Jeff, two. send. Jeff, send. So okay. on their phone, if they can receive text messages, they just got one text message that says their first name, question mark. Okay. And then my second text message, which is I have saved. Just being specific. So it's, yeah. it's like one second later, two seconds later. As fast as I can. As fast as you can. Yeah. Okay. So right away. So right away. Okay. I actually have a code in my phone where when I type my initials, PS, it auto-populates. This is Phil Sexton. Seabach team exp realty so you announce who you are so i the second text is i announce who i am and i have it saved so when i just type in ps that's the message that my iphone auto creates and then i just push send and so the second message that they get is an introduction of who i am why this person is texting me with my first name question mark second one follows up with that and then the third mess the third text message in that string is a custom written message that is very that is, that is how I, why I'm reaching out to them. Give me an example. I got your email from our website saying that you were looking for homes in Scottsdale. Specific reason. Yes. Um, I got your email. I got a, I got a note from Zillow that you were interested in 1212 North Tatum. Great. Whatever that specific. I met you at an open is. house. I met you at an open house last weekend. You said you were looking for a four bedroom, three bath house and I found one. Okay. Right. Like whatever I, in, in my mind, I try to make it as casual as possible in that third text message. Like I don't, if they register, a lot of times what happens is people register on a website. I never use those words because that's cold as, that's cold AF. Hey, you registered on a website and I'm following up with you. Like that's not what I would ever say to a friend of mine. And I try to keep it very casual where if I was, I, I pretend that this person is a friend of mine. How would I talk to my friends? And that's how I, that's what, the, that's how I write this third message. I got your note. I got your note for, I got, and I love saying I got your email when they have read, when they register on a website, the website kicks off an email notification as well as a ping on an app. That's fine. But when I tell them that I got their email, that creates a little bit of, did I, I I've been looking for houses. Did I email this guy? Like it puts them in, I'm now responding to them. I'm not just reaching no, that's out. That's good. I like that. Right. So, Hey, I got your email that you were looking, that you're looking for houses in Scottsdale. And then this is where the 15 second count comes in. Yeah. After that third message, which I go one, two, three messages, first name, question mark. This is but Phil. three separate I got bubbles. your email, three separate bubbles. Okay. I've called them twice. Okay. 
I then count How to 15. How long is this expired between the call, the call, the text? Like right now. It's... That's an immediate. That's as so fast as I can. So we're like inside 45 seconds, maybe. Maybe. Maybe a minute and a half. I don't know how long, how many rings they have on their phone. Exactly. Yeah, if okay. it rings four uh, or five times, you're sitting there. Okay. But um, after that third text message. Because you always wait till it goes to voicemail and they don't answer. Uh, it depends on how many you've got to follow up with, but sometimes the first call I'll hang up on before the voicemail picks up because I know I'm about to call them right back. Yeah. You know, that's just the standard double, double to start it off. Okay. Yeah. But double, right. Two two calls in a row. Text right away. And then Mark, is that similar to what the way you start yours off? Sorry about that. I had to, I had to take a email real quick. Yeah, you're good. So Phil said that we like to do two calls and then three texts inside a minute. Let's just call it roughly. Is that, would you call that similar to your your approach currently? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as fast as I can get to them because it's speed to lead. Yes. And then after that, after that third text message is where it's really hard for me to sit on my hands and count to 15. Like that's, I'm just, I just want to know what Jeff's writing down if he's taking notes. Actually, just uh, then, because we're going to recap later, and okay. I want to make sure that I have all the steps exactly right, because if not, Phil will be pissed. <laughs> I just want a desk like that. Yeah. I let, well, here's the other thing is, is that I, you know, um, Phil advised, I, I often can willy-nilly my calls. I don't follow the pattern, but if I write it down, then I can remember the pattern better. I like to take notes. Yes. And the notes that I write down are notes that I want to make sure I bring up so that we like, you know, things pop into your mind as, Oh yeah, I want to talk about that, but it might not be on the exact path that I, of the point I'm trying to make right now. How do you know it's 15 seconds, not 45 seconds? I count in my head. Have you tried longer? No, what I actually, cause there's something that happens within 15 seconds. A lot of the times you will see them start to respond, meaning their, your phone, you see their bubbles like they're now there about to respond to you and whether i get to 15 seconds or i see their bubbles whichever one comes first the single the double triple single that last call that last that last single is another phone call so whether i get to 15 first or i see their bubbles i then click call and on that message if they don't pick up a lot of times they do that is the golden phone call that last one a lot of times they pick up right there but if they don't I then leave a message on that last one as well that basically recaps everything I just told them in a text message. And that is, hey, Jeff, my name's Phil. I got your email from our website saying that you were looking for homes in Scottsdale. I'm just reaching out to you. I'll shoot you a text message as well. Give me a buzz when you're around. I like it. That's Feedback. Any comments or questions? The short, the actual, the shorter, the better. That's what I found. The shorter, the better. If you make a voicemail. What? The shorter voicemail, the better? Shorter text, the shorter the voicemail. Everything, it's like, hey, it's Mark with with Zillow Premier Agent. I'm just calling about this property. Call me back when you get a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah. Text them. I would, yes. And I know. um, Simple, stupid. And Jeff, that might be, I don't know what your take is, because I know you have a team, you know, but you just get back to that being polite, but you know, keep knocking on the door, so to speak. I go from the front door to the side door to the back door. And yeah. I'm just circling until the, until they pick up. I mean, this is the approach that That's we're using with our team right now is this, mm-hmm. the strategy is what we, we are, we're going with. So it's very, very similar. I mean, I like, uh, to me, it's, 
um, I like to hit people with like, I like to ping them even more, but yeah. And because I'm a rules follower, I like to include, and I know Zillow pushes to call yourself a Zillow premier agent. I know that they push that, but because I'm a rule follower, I would also include your brokerage name. And so even though I like to keep it short and shorter is better, I always want to make sure that I include the brokerage name in that first, in that first reach out because I don't want to get in trouble for not. Well, here's, here's, here's my strategy on that. And, and Jeff, you can jump in and correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Help him, Jeff. <laughs> they, they really don't care about me. All they care about is the house. I want to go see. Yeah. I mean, that is the hardest thing. Is that, that wait I, a minute, is that why you don't include the brokerage name? Yep. Oh, got it. Yeah. I include the brokerage name because the, in Arizona, the Department of Real Estate requires Cares that, that you, say you that. use the yes. brokerage name. Yeah. So I want to, J-Lo, if you're listening, Commissioner Lowe, you can check on us. We do it correctly, right? We include eXp Realty whenever we have that first initial reach out. Or if I'm not including eXp Realty, it's because the link or whatever I sent them has the brokerage name on there. Like I want to make sure that we are above board with that information. Great. Right. When they get an email from me, it's got my name all over it. Yeah, I know, yes. but he's yes. a son yes, of a yes. broker. I'm so, an SOB. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Right. I'm so, not, um, trying to uh, scoot around the, the rules and regulations with ADRE. That's, I, it's just about speed. It's yeah. just about getting in front of them. And that's, no, that's, why, that's why I have it saved as an auto tech. So it takes me two letters, PS, and then it, the message go, and then send. And it, everything I need to say goes out and it's by the book. And I did tell the people from, from uh, North Carolina this morning, I said, my, my former broker actually sells more houses than you guys in your state. Ooh, and, and he like, lives in Arizona. No, and Ooh. he, no, no, he doesn't live in Arizona. The, they're your former broker oh, yes, that sells does, more yeah. houses than those guys? <laughs> anyway. But uh, back to the, Mark's point, I'm going to go with a mindset point. And that is actually, I just had an onboarding meeting with a new agent and I was like, never sold a house, new agent. And I was like, it's amazing because the longer you have in the business, the harder it is to separate you from the idea of they're not looking for the agent. The only, there's a, there's a certain point, Mark, we'll go with it since he's been active. Yeah. What is the point that when they begin to think they need an agent, when is that point in the sales cycle? Like if we think of the sales cycle, what is the point, the exact point when they- The buyer? Like, Yes, when the buyer buy. needs an agent. What is that exact point? I think it's because of technology today. They're driving down the street. They've already, they've already in their head got it. Hey, I want to look at this house. And the first person they look at, oh, there he is. Boom. They just, they don't really care about us. Yeah, they no, I agree. But what, what, what is the, what he is He said the, it. He said it. What did he it say? Was, they're driving down the street and they want to see the house. Yeah, but that's not it. That's not when they're thinking I need an agent. They're only contacting Zillow to see the house. They're not contacting agent. When they want to write a contract. When they want to write go. an offer, right. Go. So yes. the thing is, is to me, because that's what I, I don't think we need to ask them before them because their natural response is, well, I don't need an agent yet. Right? And they're yes. like, well, can I, I work? Like, that's because when you're pitching that, then you get a negative answer when you were just asking it at the wrong time. Right? Yes. Because they don't need an agent until, like, because I was telling her, the way that you're going to write your first contract is you're going to be showing somebody a house and they're going to be like, I like it. I want to write an offer. And then the year next to them, that's when you're going to get picked. <laughs> right? Like that. You yes. Know, to me, we're looking for the appointment, like in the lead appointment, because the appointment is if you're with them in the house, that's when you're going to write offers. So. Yes. So the, uh, I don't yeah. know if you want, depending, how are we doing on time, Adam? Uh, 26 minutes. 
26. All right. So do you want to talk about the old nurtures that I went through? Briefly, but I, cause I want to get to the second strategy. Okay. So, cause the old nurtures were dangling a carrot, which I know we covered last week, but yeah, that was no, the let's strategy. Cover the new strategy. All right. All right. Go, go ahead. I'll follow your lead. Yeah. Well, so, cause this is one way and this was what I'm going to go with. This is the lazy way to follow up with the lead and I'm going to give you the proactive way to find. Okay. Now, so let's just say that like after the double, triple single, it didn't work. Right. Darkness. Okay. What is it? What is the, what another, do you do next? Right. What is another strategy? The strategy is to go out and video the house that they inquired about. Right. Like that is the strategy we see that's winning the most. Yes. So even if they don't respond, you're saying get they, out of your chair. Yeah. Get out of your chair, drive over there. I mean, to me, but what if they're not qualified? I, I didn't say ask, even care about those questions. I said, just, you know, if they're interested in the house that you should be videoing it. But what if it's a fake lead? If they, if you're interested in the house, <laughs> he's awesome to work with. Yes. No. All the objections that agents give us when we talk to them about this strategy. Yes. I, well, to me, um, what if it's a low price? Here's what it is, is in the amount of agents that I've asked how many houses they've seen over the last six months, not one of them said a number higher than I thought it should be. Right. Right. Like to me, they're still looking for a local area expert. And the only way you become a local area expert is seeing more houses. That is the most undervalued thing for everybody in real estate. And what I, what we have found in running the team is that when you can go see more houses for somebody specific, it makes it easier to get out of your chair to go see houses. It's hard to preview just to preview, but if you got somebody in mind, yeah, it's no. a little bit easier to get out of your chair to go out and look for houses because yes. that person, Bob, or that person, Sally might actually, like you think of that person while you're out there as opposed to just going for knowledge. Yes. Although a uh, pro tip, pro right? tip, hashtag, we had hashtag we heard from one of our agents this week. The key was to say, I was looking at this house for, and I you, thought of you and I thought of you not their name, right? So then you can send it to multiple people that you're thinking of, right? Like, because the reality is, is dangling carrots is, is, but that's the whole idea is you want to shoot the video. Come, hold but, on. but I want to incorporate his. Yes, but that pro tip that you just said, slow that down for a second. So when you go to see whatever the house is that that lead came in on to send that video, you're not just going to see it for that one person. Correct. You then take that video that you shot of that house. That is your carrot for many people. Got it. So then if you're using a CRM and you can sort by what city the people are looking at or what price the people are looking in, you can send it to multiple people, not just one. Well, we're always about leverage. And so you shoot a video, but you want to use it in multiple ways. Always. Yeah. Like that's just so then you can also feel productive because if it's, if that person's not. Okay. So let me ask responding. you Responding When you talk to agents yeah, about. Do you, guys use, do you use video text? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I actually recommend, I mean, I was going to get to the seven second comment to think it, I think it might even be closer to three for some people and that how to shoot that video is to changing the screens, but that, but to keep the video to 30 seconds, 40 seconds. When we talk to agents about the strategy on the team, half of the time when they send us their first video to review, it is over three minutes. Yeah. Or six minutes or over 10 minutes or over 12 minutes or some, for some reason, you know, when you, I mean, 
because we feel that because when you're in it, you want to show everybody everything about the house as opposed to just the 30 second commercial. Yeah. And it, it's at this point that why I love the Gary Vee and that you took him off the wall, but it's like, look at what you gave that to me for my birthday. Yeah. Look at what's succeeding in today's world in just general in understanding consumer behavior. And that is uh, TikTok. The videos are only it's 30 seconds. Back to Mark's point. 40 seconds. And the ones that are successful, it's got multi, it's got lots of action, not one person standing in front of a house talking. The action is not your mouth moving, right? Like it's the like, action is the clip. Yeah, the, going yeah, right, right. Uh, kitchen, bathroom, kitchen, bedroom, kitchen, backyard, right? The kitchen is because you have to win in the kitchen. Let's just be honest. Nice. Wow, Matt Wilcoxon in the house. At a boy. Good to see you on video as well. Okay, so then the question for the audience, poll the audience, is how many video, if you did one, how many people texted one video of a house to a prospect this week in the last seven days? At least one video? At least one video. Good. Clay did one. How many? Clay, one or two? One lead, one, one video. He's using the space bar. Hold on. He's not using. Does it count if the video was on the MLS and I sent it? No, <laughs> no, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Well, you, 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 the thing is, is the challenge is, is that you really don't remember the your unless you're a savant. The ability to remember a video that you watch for three seconds versus when you get in the car and you drive over to the house and you walk through the house. It leaves a different impression is what I learned. I mean, the other, the other impression, are you, do you have a comment? Question, yeah, okay. Well, does it matter how big the house is? Does it matter how, does it matter how big the house is for how long the attention span is of the buyer? Yeah. I mean, to me, I would want is that, to, wait, I'm sorry. What was it? Does it matter how big the house is for how long the video should be? No, because their attention span is what we're making short videos for, not based on the size of the house and people's attention spans are smaller. Yeah. I mean, to me, this is a prospecting-ish type strategy. This is a lead conversion. So really, you're just trying to pique their interest. And I think that it's overplayed in marketing is that it's the same theory why the online sites say, put up a hundred photos because they want the people over there. But to me, the reality is, is when you're piquing someone's interest, you want to put up three or four photos or a video that's 20 seconds or 30 seconds of the best parts of that house. It, yes, this like, is, this, you're trying to get them to go see the movie. Right. And We're, so you're not going to show them the movie in an effort to try to get them to go see the movie. Exactly. You're going to exactly. show them a trailer. You're going to show them the clips. You're going to show them the action scene or the kitchen, the views. And the, the, and the park and the, the, the restaurant or the school district, you know, like a clip of like just boom, 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 boom. Yes. Yes. Nice. The, the other piece... One more piece about the videos. Well, from, from me anyway, is that you, I mean, buyers want houses. Buyers are interested in houses, in nice kitchens, in backyards, in views, in nice bathrooms, whatever. Buyers are interested in the house. You want, and you have to leverage that, knowing that they're interested in the house to get, the, to get yourself in front of them. And so the other thing that I see from agents most commonly is that when they shoot videos of houses, they don't include themselves in it for 
at least a three second clip of them saying of them making themselves a personable person. Meaning like, hey, I'm Jeff with EXP. Come check out this house. Yes, I got new. This is of the 13 houses that I've seen today. This is the best kitchen. Let's go check it out. And then you take yourself out of it and you go back to the house because you have to leverage the fact they want the house to get yourself in there. Right. And I don't see people. People love to look at people. Yeah. No, people love to look at houses. People want to look at houses, but you're trying to insert yourself. You're trying to create a relationship with these people who have been unresponsive. And so when you make yourself human by putting yourself on those videos, it does a better job of creating a relationship. And to to follow up with that, the reason is, is so that our agent told us that, that the lead that she texted the video called her back and they said they got communicated from five, I guess they went on to five different websites at one time and everybody else calls, 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 calls or texts calls, and yep. she was the only one to send a video. So they chose her. Winning. Winning. Lead conversion strategies. And it's weird. Her business is up 300% this year. 300%. Yeah. She's got 33 houses under contract where last year she did 10. So yeah, pretty dang good. Yes. Yeah. When you guys do those, do you recommend um, like edit, editing the video so we get all the rooms or just no, kind of treat uh, like that one no I, I recommend that you shoot enough videos that you learn to shoot one and delete it, shoot one and delete it, and then shoot enough, then pick the best of the three that you shot and get the good one. And, and then and then clip them together, right? Like to me, I mean, there's yeah, or not. I mean, the video, dude, I'm a, I'm a simple guy. You can do guy. it on iMovie on your phone, right? You like, can. It's not that hard. But when you're, if you're just like, yes, you can do that, but keep it short. And when you start to get too many clips in and your video turns into being a minute long, it's harder to text that size of a video. Keep it short. Yeah. I'm like, you could just show them the kitchen or you could just show them the backyard and then have just like one, you know, find a feature you in the front and then the feature. In the, yeah. Like it, to me, it's uh, just the goal is not to show them everything. Right. Right. The goal is to pique their interest so that you can get an appointment for them and come see a house. You don't mention Right. Never mentioned. You don't mention oh, the address. Great point, Adam. Nice. Thank you for the call out. Adam, yes. the producer. Yes, producer. <laughs> and you never want to include the address because that is what they're going to ask for. Is well, what's the address so they can go uh, drive by it themselves? And yes, not work with you. So they can go with their realtor to see that house. Yes. No. Yep. The goal is to get them to come meet with you. Do not give the address. I'll meet you at. You know, let me meet you at the corner of Thomas and Brown. Right. <laughs> nice. All right, Deborah, I see you you unmuted yourself. You got your hand up. Let's hear it. So, I think I missed something in the don't give them the address. Wasn't this the house that they inquired about? On um, in that case, yes. But oh, when when okay. we're talking about leads that maybe there were a nurture lead that's been in your system for a week and a half and they never responded to your to your automation, then you find a house that fits in their criteria and you oh, can go okay. and shoot it and say, Hey, what's up, Deborah? It's Phil EXP Realty. I just wanted okay. to know that this kitchen right here is the best kitchen I've found under 300,000. Are you around this weekend to check it out? Uh, awesome. Okay. We, gotcha. we were talking about shooting the video, but then keeping it anonymous in that person and then leveraging that to send it to other people that haven't heard from you. So uh, then that way you wouldn't give out the address as well. So, right. Perfect. Okay. Thanks. Yep. Thank you, Deborah. Two, two videos. There, yeah, we're talking about a couple different videos. Yeah, there, these. I mean, like the the video, the text video follow up strategy. 
Um, obviously it depends on where you're at in the process with that lead, how that lead came in, if they were asking about a specific property or not. And so we kind of covered a, a lot of bases. Yeah, in this conversation. I, mean, we, I mean, to me, you could even create a, uh, best of videos on your YouTube channel after shooting them as well. Again, the whole idea of leveraging it. So you could be like the best house under 300,000, best house under 400,000 this week, best, right? Like to me, if you're just trying to, and then put your name on there. So that when you're Googled, you, those are action, you know. I like superlatives in trying to get people's attention. So the best or the worst or the prettiest or the ugliest or the biggest or the oldest or the newest or the freshest. I like that type of lick, uh, click bait, right? People are looking for those extremes. All right. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up. Lead conversion yeah, strategies. Is there any questions from the audience that, that we haven't heard yet? I was just going to say, if Riley says it's my fault, the realtors lost against the mortgage guys. That's that's all a lie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then you played the softball. Oh, the, golf the, the golf golf oh, the golf yeah. nice. it, it was my first time out in like a year. It was bad, folks, but oh. it was a lot of fun. So yeah, that's funny. What's the comment, Adam? Wow, what a session! Thank you guys from Caranavir. Nice, awesome, yes. good deal. Thanks, all right, man. So a recap. So the strategy we recommended, um, and it was very similar to, to uh, Mark mentioned as well and that's the double triple single and that's two calls no voicemail then three texts meaning three separate bubbles right first name question mark second one who you are with your broker third one you were calling because i you reached out to me something specific for bedroom free bath or when you met them or whatever and then a single call with a voicemail um, 15 seconds after the last text message count slow, not fast. That's hard. Yes. And then leave a voicemail. And then if that can't, if we can't get them to respond there, then go shoot a video of the property. As long as you know, that's a, or a property that fits their criteria or a property that fits their criteria using the one as a model. Like, I think it's even good if they called about that property for you to video something different than the one they looked at because then Ooh. they know that you're going above that's similar right because send them a salad that's, that's a totally different okay. strategy All right. Good deal. All um right. the send them a salad strategy is different but also along your points is when you're making these videos and when you're leaving these voicemails pretend that it is your friend your best friend from high school pretend it is your best friend that you're talking to don't make this like a introduction that is cold and professional be casual be hey easy. hey hey brah Yo, yo, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> awesome. All right. Any other questions from the audience? Comments? Thank you guys for coming. Thank so like you. I said, we post this on our, and on our podcast, the solution of real estate podcast. And if you guys are watching it on the public zoom room and you just are looking on your phone and you go over to that podcast app and you click five stars on our podcast, that helps. That's like a, that's the best thank you that we get. Best thank you we can get, right? We love reviews. Thank you so much. Jeff Seabach. Have a great Thursday. Phil Sexton. Adios guys. Talk to you.